Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Coast to Coast Combat Hour. I'm your host, Matthew Hawkins, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Ed Carbajal. Ed, how you doing, man? Survive Super Bowl weekend? Yeah, I mean, you know, it is what it is. I don't really do anything for it, so <laughs> I had I had a I had a chocolate tr- truffle stout and some sushi, so I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Well. It's been a slow start of the year for uh, MMA, but uh, we started to get some news breaking uh, over the weekend about some future events, and uh, and then we get to look forward to the big UFC event this weekend and the return of John Jones to the cage. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I feel like there's not a lot of hype leading into the whole John Jones thing, but um, I mean, with the Super Bowl going on, obviously we had when we had Daniel on last week, the the stuff that hap- happened with Kobe Bryant. I mean, people are still kind of talking about that, so. It's definitely, uh, it's definitely, kind of got us all in in a weird sports haze, <laughs> if if you will. But uh, I mean, speaking of the Super Bowl, did did you say who you were rooting for? I root for anybody that's playing San Francisco, oh, pretty so much. Yeah. <laughs> even right, though yeah. even though I'm California, I'm I'm not a uh, I'm a Southern Californian. So um, no, I really don't care. I don't. If I was still a Charger fan, things might have been different. But since they moved out of San Diego, I I don't have the same allegiance. So I'm pretty much just looking for a good game. And we had a good game. And uh, you mentioned we speak to uh, Danny last week, uh, the bar boxing guy. And uh, did you mm-hmm. notice the the Fury Wilder commercials? I noticed there was a couple of them uh, right right before the half. Yeah, going yeah. into halftime. People were mentioning it. Yeah, I mean, um, you know that. We saw that. I mean, we we actually said that that we'd see that uh, when we had Danny on, just because of. Uh, I mean, obviously, combat sports is is, is uh, it's weird even for boxing to say it for boxing, but it it's like everything be, with ESPN Plus, and that's like that's like a dual their first dual pay per view. So the marketing machine is probably heavy for folks to buy it wherever they can buy it, whether they're ESPN Plus subscribers or they're just getting it through the regular Fox Sports pay per view. Did you notice a UFC ad? I didn't pay attention enough to see one of those. Like I said, I saw the Fury Wilder ones a couple times. Did they have a UFC one that you saw? Not that I noticed, but, uh, you know, I mean, I kind of was just eating and, and drinking my beer during the Super Bowl. I wouldn't, I didn't even think that freaking halftime show was that big of a deal as much as people were talking about it. I mean, I guess folks don't get out like they used to if, if, if uh, that's what gets them riled up. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I enjoyed the halftime show. I thought it yeah, was. Uh, I, mean, it was <laughs> I don't yeah. know. You know, maybe you needed a couple more beers, but uh, <laughs> anyway, water though. Just so there, you know. <laughs> there you go. Um, but yeah, so I mean, uh, good game though. We're talking about the, the game, uh, fun game. Uh, Kansas yeah. Chiefs pulled it out at the end. Uh, congratulations to them. Um, yeah. We don't talk about much about other sports, but yeah. with all that said, that wraps up the football season uh, and, and we start to get ready to roll into full-time uh, MMA. Uh, we basically yeah. have some big events almost every weekend for about the next uh, like shoot, four or five months. Yeah, yeah it, it, yeah. it keeps rolling hard. Uh, Bellator and UFC uh, really get, really get rolling here. So on uh, 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 during, obviously there was a lot of like, um, you know, presence uh, of MMA personality stars fighters uh during the the super bowl week in miami and and uh one of the obviously everybody saw that video with usman and masvidal facing off and yelling talking trash to each other and then that friday 
on Jim Rome, Dana White said that that's probably going to be the headliner for International Fight Week in July. So, of course, I think about you when I hear International Fight Week because, I mean, I think you've definitely been to more of those than I have. So I've never, never missed one. Yeah. So. I think it's 10, 10 in a row or this will be 10 in a row, something like that. So, yeah, um, I like the fight. I'm glad McGregor's not on that card. Uh, that that well, just not yet. <laughs> not, not yet. That, yeah. yeah, that's true. But if that's the headliner, then likely McGregor's not going to be on that card. Um, yeah. He's not. He's not sharing any glory with with another champion. And uh, you think? And, I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah, you're probably right. But here, I want to. You know how I start doing my weird uh, uh, MMA math as far as booking goes. So I mean, I I think what McGregor, whether McGregor does anything in July, or you know they tap him to fill in if something happens in April depends on April. I know they want him to face the winner of that, but if, if Khabib wins, then, then obviously McGregor's got to wait till November when Khabib feels like fighting the garden. Uh, otherwise, if, uh, no, if, if everything goes by without a hitch and Ferguson and Khabib fight and, and, uh, and, uh, like so, say Ferguson wins, then, then maybe, I don't know. Cause they, they do try to like, come heavy with international fight week so i don't know i I feel like there's a lot of things that could happen i don't think so much uh, i mean i know i agree with you about mcgregor not sharing the glory but i also think because of his newfound uh, attitude and stuff maybe he wouldn't mind co-main eventing since he's uh not fighting for any titles yet no way no way he co-main events no no i don't think so i don't think i don't think he is uh, i don't think he would do it um has he ever co-main evented I mean, we'd have to look at when they. I don't think he has. I think he's pretty much main evented everything he's ever been in, except for um, when he fought Poirier, maybe at one seventy eight. I think it was, Mm -hmm. and uh, and and his early, super early, early fights. But other than that, I think pretty much he's always been the the main event. I I could be missing a fight, but I just don't see it happening. Um, Mm. I suppose if he fights Ferguson and it becomes the main event. You know that that would be something that that maybe they would do, but uh, I don't think the UFC is going to load a card like that. I don't think McGregor wants to share the the uh, pay per view points. Mm. I think that that's a big uh, thing, and if he has to go in there against uh, Masvidal and, and Usman on the card, I think that's why we saw it this last uh, time he fought. Um, and then even the Khabib card, although it was a good card, it had uh, Pettis and Ferguson. He was I don't think he was sharing any pay per view points with anybody. Um, there was no other championship fight on the card. And I don't think the UFC is going to. Uh, I don't think they're, they're going to overload it like that. I think we would be more likely to see. Uh, I don't know one of the female belts, or uh, maybe uh, maybe Volkanovski or something like that. Holloway two on a card like that. Something like that would would probably be something that they. I would be more likely to uh, figure to see. I just don't see McGregor taking a backseat to anybody. He's yeah. always gonna, he's always going to be the A side and be promoting the event. A side. Uh, you know, yeah. So uh, it, it all depends on what you know. I suppose if some super fight came down the line that they wanted to make a headliner with him, but I don't really know who that would be. That wouldn't be a title fight. Um, yeah, because I mean, I just I remember like UFC 200. They had like obviously they had the women's uh, title, and then and then uh, um, or I mean UFC 200 kind of flopped around because of John Jones and stuff. Who we're, who we're going to talk about later? But I don't know. I just I just. I mean, because there's two title fights for the, the 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 this weekend's event, so I mean, maybe I don't know. Maybe everyone's contracts different. Maybe I maybe pay per view points don't carry the weight they used to, given the the ESPN Plus paywall deal. 
You know? I just don't think that McGregor needs to have another fight on his card to sell it. And I think the UFC knows that. So yeah. why waste another big fight? You're not going to – if McGregor fights, let's say you get 2 million pay-per-view buys, you could throw any other fight in the co-main event on there. You're still going to get 2 million pay-per-view mm-hmm. buys. Um, whereas, like, the, the card coming up this weekend or uh, even the Romero-Adesanya or, or – the fight, the events that have two title fights, it's more just to try to add something to it to try to pick up that extra couple hundred thousand buys because somebody goes, hey, that's a real deep card. I think mm-hmm. that's why we saw it with UFC 245 when we had the three title fights. Um, three very good fights, but all three. Um, I mean, I suppose Co- Covington Usman, in hindsight, a rematch probably will do better than the first one did. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, all three of those needed needed sidekicks basically to them to uh to boost that up and sell out the arena and there was still tickets available uh the day of that fight so uh i think that's what it is i just don't think they're gonna waste a bunch of fights with mcgregor uh barring a not in vegas maybe if we did if we saw like a stadium event if we saw something in cowboy stadium and they were trying to put a hundred thousand people in an arena and wanted to have a giant spectacle or something like that i could see a super loaded card with mcgregor but i think we're gonna get the boxing model pretty much with him hmm. uh for the, for the majority of his career at this point is, is the way I see it. Um, I could be proven wrong, but that's, that's how it seems to be unfolding to me. I think, uh, like I said, he had, he had the Pettis uh, Ferguson fight. Um, that was the, I believe the co-main event uh, when he fought uh, Habib the first time. And then, and then this last one, uh, what was the co-main event? Uh, Holman Pennington. So it wasn't, a, you know, that fight stood for itself. So, um, but we'll see. I mean, I, I, I look forward to the Usman Masvidal fight. Um, it's not the fight I would have done. I still, you know, even though I think McGregor's stepping out of his bounds a little bit, fighting someone the size and, and strength of Masvidal, I think that mm-hmm. that was the money fight for the UFC. So that surprises yeah. me a little bit. Uh, I think it's weird when I see Dana White basically, what do you call them, Neanderthals or something, kind of, kind of jumped on their case for uh, for for going over the top uh, during, what was it, Media Row for the Super Bowl or something like that Yeah. Uh, when, when they had that incident. And then, like, the next day he announces the fight. So it's a hey. typical – it's the typical promoter thing. He acts like he doesn't like it, and then he he realizes yeah. he just he just hit the jackpot, and it's time, <laughs> it's time to cash in on it. So, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and then the McGregor thing, I, I mean – Unless he, he takes another uh, non-title fight, I don't see him fighting three times this year. I know that that was the talk, and it made sense with him fighting in January, uh, getting that first one out of the way, basically flawless. Um, so I don't know. I, I think uh, Gagey, I think there's some other fights out there that, that kind of make sense for, to keep him busy. Yeah. You know, I mean, my, thing, my thing is, if you think you're the world champion, if you think you're the best at your weight class, especially if you think you're the best now at a whole weight class above, take another fight, knock off a top contender, let the champion fight, fight the the rightful number one contender in Ferguson, and mm-hmm. then let the chips fall where they may. And then, and then you get your, uh, you get your rematch, you get your title fight um, either way against either opponent in, in yeah. about November. So that's yeah. why I see it. I just don't know where the, the events don't seem to line up for it to all work out. Um, Unless- yeah, I mean that's why I said I, I, I'm playing around with with matchmaking myself, and I do know like obviously that's I mean that's that's a weekend and the international fight week is a week that they like to bring in as much as they can, and 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 obviously he he draws for Vegas, so I mean I, I wouldn't be surprised if they pulled, uh, you know because I, I there was something that I forget who wrote it, um he, he recently commented on how he's happier fighting at 170 versus 155, so. I mean, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they did uh, him versus Diaz three as uh, as as you know part of uh, 
a card on international or a fight on international fight week, but um, perhaps now that yeah. that fight now that fight makes a little bit of sense if if you can somehow get Connor to be a co-main event. I just don't see it. Mm-hmm. I, I think that that fight sells itself. Now that fight, the UFC historically has also had fairly big events in August the last few years. That was the month of the first uh, Khabib. Uh, uh, Connor fight. I believe that um, Diaz yeah, and yeah. McGregor two was also perhaps in it in August. And then uh, yeah. UFC two twenty seven was in August. Um, that was a mighty mouse card, but uh, uh, but still That's true. Um, yeah. That was also Dillashaw Garbrandt. So. Um, that that's so maybe if you did like an early August, you did like the, the I think the fifth is a Saturday or the sixth is a Saturday in August. Yeah. Maybe if you did a fight there for McGregor, um, and that oh, even if you did a title fight, you still could potentially squeak one in either in Madison Square Garden in November, which would be about three months later, or if you decided to do an end of the year kind of New Year's Eve card, um, you might be able to get a third fight out of McGregor. But uh, that's that's really the only dates that I see really falling in in for him. So, um, but. That's McGregor. Uh, like I said, the Masvidal-Usman fight will be a great fight. Uh, I'm not sure where I lean on that fight right now. We'll obviously talk more about that, but uh, you know, it gives us yeah. something to look forward to. And uh, it lies a long ways away. So anything can, yeah, definitely yeah. happen for sure. But um, yeah, I mean, and then uh, I mean, there wasn't much going on outside outside of uh, like the big MMA promotions over the weekend. Obviously, people were were focused on the Super Bowl, but uh, there was some regional stuff. I think uh, the biggest highlight of the weekend was from CFFC from out my way out here on the East Coast at the uh, Parks Casino in in, in uh, Pennsylvania, which is like an hour from me. I wish I knew it was there. I feel like I did know and I forgot because it's I could have drove to it and watched it. But uh, um, the main event, uh, Sabatini versus Gonzalez, Sabatini lost his title to someone that came in on a week's notice. Um, and Gonzalez is, is one of Sarah Longo's guys, and I'm sure everyone saw ESPN MMA shared that. Uh, I should have brought it up on here, but uh, I don't want to mess up the stream with looking for the highlight. But uh, a nasty arm break that happened there. So if folks haven't seen it, uh, it's from CFFC over uh, the weekend. And, um, I mean, that was pretty much probably the biggest incident in MMA outside of, obviously, the news that popped out of bookings and possible bookings and stuff like that. But um, and then um, the news about uh, 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 Rafael Lovato, Bellator's middleweight champion, and and the uh, Cavernoma diagnosis he got that's supposed to sideline him from uh, fighting as middleweight. Um, I don't know where you, where you sit on how Bellator should handle that. It looks like they're gonna let him do his uh his uh talking with his doctors and stuff to figure out how to move forward. But uh, I mean, I don't know. What do you think that? What do you think is gonna happen there? Uh. I, I think Bellator needs to play it extremely safe. Mm-hmm. Um, considering that it appears, uh, I haven't read too much into it, but it, what, it seems like he knew about this uh, while training for the Musasi fight, uh, which I'm assuming also then Bellator would have been alerted to something going into that fight. Um, so that, that would, that would be a little concerning to me. Uh, obviously uh, you can't, if you're Bellator, you can't have somebody I hate to get to this point, but die in the cage. You, you simply can't, you can't, that can't happen to a company like Bellator. UFC probably could survive it at this point. They're such a huge company, mm-hmm. unless there was some kind of huge malpractice in the UFC or something came exposed that they forced somebody into the cage against uh, a bunch of doctor's wishes and stuff. Uh, but if it happened in Bellator, I, I, it would, it would pretty much wrap up that promotion, I believe. Um, and, and with that said, he's also uh, 
what is he like 35, 36 years old? He's he's a little older. Um, mm-hmm. He just won his championship belt. <laughs> I, I'm sure he wants to keep going, but I just don't. Uh, I think Bellator needs to take their time. I think uh, he should relinquish or Bellator should to remove the belt. Um, and, and then we should move on with that division. Uh, obviously, he would get an immediate title shot if he gets cleared mm-hmm. and things get figured out. I, it seems to not be a real... Um, a real known issue. It's, it's something that they're still trying to, uh, yeah. Determine all, all everything that can result from it. Uh, if it gets worse or if it can get worse and stuff like that. So you know, when it comes to brain injuries and in, in fight sport in contact sport, um, I think in 2020, we need to really play that safe. And, uh, Oh yeah, absolutely. I you mean, you know, um, from all reports, the guy's a good dude. He's, you know, I, I don't know if he has a fa- I don't know what his family situation is and all that. And, um, obviously that would, that would, uh, pay, you know, make a little bit of a, di- a difference to him. I would assume as far as making a decision on, on how much he's willing to risk, uh, for his, his career and, and making more money. But I wouldn't, if I'm Bellator, I, I'm steering clear of that right now until, until things get completely cleared up. Yeah. And I, and I think, um, I mean, he's still competing in jujitsu at, uh, at the Substars thing. I, I think it's Substars that he signed up for against Cyborg, who just won the, the Kasai event over the weekend and over in Texas. And um, I mean, Cyborg suplexed the guy in that event. So I don't know how, how like, I mean, that's, I, that's, it's a male cyborg. He's a heavyweight. Yeah. World, yeah. Uh, Cabrera, world, yeah, yeah. World grand champion, uh, uh, jujitsu submission fighter. That's, yeah, that's true. You should, thanks for clearing. There's like, cause there's a lot of cyborgs in them. Cy- cyborg Abreu, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Abreu. Brain, and uh, and uh, and uh, yeah, there's a lot of cyborgs and pit bulls in, in Brazilian combat <laughs> sports. So, so yeah, that definitely needs clarification. But um, I mean, he's a big dude, and and, and uh, he suplexed somebody in, in the eight man tournament that they had at Kasai over the weekend. And um, I mean, if that's the type of, of match that that he's gonna still do, I mean, I know he wants to stay committed because he signed contracts or whatever. But I mean, I don't, again, it makes you wonder like how how big of a concern is it? Um. You know, and even if he still competes, I mean, if I had something that like that concerning me, I don't know if I could fully be in the moment of competition with something like that on my mind. I mean, you know, I, I got high cholesterol and and <laughs> and that bothers. <laughs> That's been a distraction for me since I got that that news. So, <laughs> yeah, I just I don't. It, it, he's got a brain injury. The last thing he should be doing is stepping in the cage with somebody like Agard Musasi. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't think it's a smart move. I think Bellator moves on. I like the idea of Musasi and uh, Douglas Lima stepping mm-hmm. up, uh, trying to trying to become a double champion. Oh yeah, um, I think that's a really fun fight on paper. Uh, both guys, uh, although Musasi would have a size advantage, they both have the same kind of build. Yeah, um, really fairly similar fighting styles um, and attributes. If you uh, you know, if it was a video game, they'd their numbers would be fairly similar as when you looked at striking and, and grappling and stuff. So mm. on paper, that, that sounds like a really uh, fun fight. And uh, I mean, I'm a huge fan of both those guys. So I think that would be fun to do, but obviously wish uh, uh, Lovato the best. And uh, you know, yeah. you know, he's an adult, he should be able to make his own decisions. But if I'm Bellator again, I'm, I'm being very, very careful with that issue. Yeah, no, I hear you with that. I mean, Bellator, uh, I feel like 2020 is going to be an interesting year for Bellator. Obviously, we talked about the uh, the Viacom CBS thing passing the reins over to uh, as far as like the executive control with the with the ownership and stuff uh, to Steven Espinosa. We had talked about it, I think, when Nolan King was on the podcast. 
So I think we're going to see some weird bookings maybe from them or, or, or weird dates and maybe second, third, last quarter of the year because we're still, you know, obviously we're only in February. But, um, I mean, the uh, only reason I'm bringing it up is because uh, Coker had taken that picture with, uh, I don't know, Logan Paul or John Paul, whatever the hell those YouTube guys are that were there. You know, they keep talking about fighting Dylan Dennis, and then uh, you got AJ Agazarm. I always mess up his last name. I'm sorry. Um, but, uh, like, calling out those guys to fight him because they're relatively new. You know, they have young records in MMA, and so making fighting an 0-0, uh, you know, YouTube star that's winning a few boxing matches against inexperienced boxers somehow makes sense to book these days. I mean, the zone, some I guess, sees that as – making money or new subscribers i don't know but uh if you saw that what what did you think about it i mean i mean i saw it on twitter i yeah. um i don't know the first thing about any of these guys for the record i don't i've never seen them on i know that i guess they're youtube stars whatever that means um i don't know if they <laughs> uh, you know i'm assuming they're not predicting fights you know i i don't know what they do so uh it, you know but, <laughs> but, but but apparently they have a million people millions and millions of people that watch them um i've watched the boxing matches that they've had and stuff that have been on um they're like tough know, man like competitions are almost basically right? like, i mean that's kind of how i look at it it's too kind of you know, and- yeah and i you know in and their events which is really weird i mean they got world champions fighting on undercards from which is really really strange and yeah. i mean they're selling out staples center and uh, I think the first event might have even been at Madison Square. I don't remember the, where the where the you know I say the nah. first event. There's been about two or three of these um, somewhat freak show things, but uh, yeah, you know, millions of people are watching it. Uh, the last one I believe was on DAZN, uh something this past weekend. With well, one all, of their bro- all of them have been brought to us by DAZN. Even the those the KS guy KSI versus the one Paul guy that happened twice on DAZN, and then then the one from Thursday with so. The other Paul, which is his younger brother, versus some dude named Gib. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah. So uh, <laughs> yeah, like I said, I. Uh, so yeah, so they're all so they're disowned contracted fighters. Um, so it can it happen. Would, <laughs> it would. It doesn't make sense. No. It doesn't make sense no, for him doesn't. to fight AJ or or, or Dylan Danis. Uh, yeah. Those guys get submitted in in. I mean, let's be serious here. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and let you know. Maybe you sign something where it's an MMA fight, and then uh, two months later, assuming that their ligaments are still intact, they <laughs> they uh, they do a boxing match. I yeah. mean, I, I maybe there's something like that. Uh, I've never been one to have issues with this. For me, it's always uh, just entertainment. Um, we talked about it with the Kobe thing at the end of one of the last shows. To me, it's just entertainment. If dudes can get paid. If it can get eyes on Bellator, I'm fine with it. I, I had no problem with Kimbo fighting. I mean, you know, I sat in the chair just like everybody else during a lot of these fights and go, God, I wish this was over. This isn't, the, this isn't, you know, the best MMA I've ever witnessed. But, you know, I've never had a problem with it. If people want to watch it and people want to pay to watch it, then I don't think these people should not be able to fight. Yeah. You know, I think, I think we're going to get into an issue with Bellator where it might be one of those – and I hope it's not the case uh, because I love Bellator. I mean, you know, there's not a bigger Bellator fan out there than myself. Uh, and I know you're, you're the same boat. You, you, you love covering the events. You love watching the events. You've, you've met a bunch of the fighters and stuff. I just like the shows. Um, I like their price point for events. Uh, I, 
I like the venues they hold the fights in. I mean, everything about Bellator I like. Uh, so I hope that it's not the case, but we might be in for one of those Hail Mary years. You talked about um, some weird fights maybe happening. We could be seeing a case where, you know, with with the shakeup with with uh, Showtime, Viacom, mm-hmm. CBS, however however that works behind the scenes, uh, we might be seeing a case where we we start seeing something like this. And uh, I don't have a problem with it if it works, and if it doesn't work, Bellator disappears. I guess uh, we don't know the numbers. We know when DAZN signed the original contract, apparently uh, the, their their bank accounts filled up nicely, so so everything was good. Um, the events I go to still have solid crowds um i don't know how many tickets are given away i don't but um you know there's there's celebrities in the crowd they get a they, you know it's it's a yeah it's, they they put together a show that people come out and watch and when you got cyborg and uh still fedor and and uh and then their run of champions you know they it, it's interesting but then uh you know it, so it'll be it'll be interesting to see what happens. It's they got to pick. You know, we'll we'll see what happens here with the the Bader, uh, Nemkov event. Uh, I'll be heading out to that in in, uh, in May. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see the last the Congo Bader fight didn't sell very well. Uh, so I'm wondering if if Bader, you know, I don't think he's going to be their huge sell point. So they're going to have to figure out how they're going to work these cards where they can they can continue to fill arenas to the mm-hmm. best of their ability. Uh, and continue to try to turn a profit. So we'll see. Uh, I, like I said, this Logan Paul, Paul Logan. I, I don't. I don't even know uh, yeah. if he fights Dylan Dennis. Great, I'll root for him to knock Dylan Dennis out. But reality is, he'll get submitted in about forty-five seconds, if yeah. it even lasts that long. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. I just hope that they don't break the bank to give him the money. I'm sure the money would be coming from DAZN. It would be something that they would do. It'd be a zone exclusive Bellator event, and we would go from there. I don't. I don't. I don't know enough about the guys to know if that would be something that would. I mean, if yeah. that's not, would they do that? You know, is Bellator and Viacom putting uh, this guy I, on like I, on like CBS? No, I, mean, I, I is, doubt is there... it. I, I feel like they would only put it on the zone since that's all their their faces have been on anyway. So, um, and the only reason I, I mentioned it too is because of the boxing stuff was booked through Eddie Hearn and Matchroom Boxing. So, and Coker often mentions planning things with him when he does the the press. Uh, he addresses the media out here when they come to New York. So um, that's the only reason why I feel like the fact that he said, uh, you know, come see me at the Super Bowl and they obviously saw each other. Uh, we might be hearing something about that at some point. So, yeah, uh, it'll be interesting. But, you know, until yeah. until it happens, it's not really something that's going to get me too excited or, or not really. want. You know, we'll see what happens. That's about really all you can say on that issue. Yeah. Oh look at Paul's joined us again. Yeah, we agreed. There, there you, there you go. I, yeah, <laughs> definitely did not get out. Doesn't get out of the first round. Um, like I said, if it lasts a minute, I'd be surprised. Uh, Dennis hasn't looked great in his MMA fights, but uh, he's world class at his at his specialty. And uh, Logan, I, well, Paul is not uh, <laughs> is not world class at anything apparently, except uh, YouTubing. So, uh, <laughs> so you know. So. That, that leaves us there, but yeah, so. that's enough on those guys. Uh, look forward <laughs> to, uh, you know, we got a couple of Bellator European events coming up in the next couple yeah. weeks. So we'll look forward to them getting in their normal rotation and, uh, Don no, that, that's coming up, Paul. We'll be, uh, we'll be talking about UFC, uh, 247 here in a matter of minutes. 
Uh, yeah, we might as well get to yeah, it. Yeah, right? take that take that lead right there. <laughs> All right, so UFC 247. Let's look at the main card, see who we got. Uh I'll get rid of this so we could see everything. All right. Um, I mean it looks like we're going from the top to the bottom. Uh I don't know, Matt. I mean, uh I'm gonna let you go first on this one because I like to get weird with my picks. <laughs> oh, we're gonna start with the main event here. Yeah. So we're gonna go straight into it. Uh John Jones, unanimous decision, uh, 50-44. I think he uses his wrestling. Uh, I think we see kind of the new Jones, which is a little bit boring, uh, a few steps slower than what we were used to seeing. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't think Reyes has enough. Um, I know he knocked out Weidman early in their fight, but I believe Weidman also took him down right before he knocked him out. Um, I'd like to see Reyes win. I think it would be awesome for the UFC. I think – it's what the UFC needs uh, at this weight class is they need an upset. They need a new champion. They need something to stir the division up and, and get, you know, create a rematch. It, you know, it'd be an instant rematch. Whoever beats John Jones got to beat him twice. Um, so that's, that's a given. Uh, I, I would like to see it. I just don't think it happens. Uh, I don't, I don't really see short of a, a, a puncher's chance. I just don't see it. I'd like to, but, I can't. So I'll take Jones by unanimous decision uh, in a, in a semi, probably not the most exciting fight again. Uh, Jones has had a few of those in a row. And I think that's kind of where we're at right now. I think he's too good to be beat if he doesn't uh, risk too much. I think if he plays it fairly safe, I think he's hard to beat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I think he's smart enough as a fighter to do that. And to also know that at this point in his, in his, uh, in his run, I should say. Yeah, I mean, I kind of see it going that way too. I'm not gonna lie, I I see it going to uh one of those like decisions that were kind of like okay, kind of similar to um the way he fought uh, Tiago Maheta Santos. But uh, if you look at this stat here, how they won, forty three percent by KOTKO and fifty eight percent by uh, Reyes. That's the only reason that makes me feel like. Reyes might have a puncher's chance. However, I'm more I'm more saying that because of uh, I agree with you. Like we something's got to happen. Something's got to happen here because it. I wouldn't be surprised if this is not the most popular event they hold, especially coming off the heels of uh, 246 that was you know blew the roof off of any place that was showing it, and and, and you know obviously all the. Everybody that's in the news business got a high traffic. Like Conor McGregor's very good for business. I don't know if John's Jones, John Jones, has that same effect. So, um, I think Jones. I think Jones is going to start thinning out his uh, his his uh, drawing ability, mm. if, especially if he wins this fight. I think the only thing left for him to go is to go to heavyweight and really challenge. I, I was just going to say, you think he goes to heavyweight? But yeah, I mean, that might be the move he has to make. And 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 uh, from what I hear. Uh, you know, he's going to want a ton more money to, to do that because obviously moving up in weight is greater risk for him given the guys that he'd have to fight there. But, I mean, you know, I mean, because he's, he's strong at yeah, at 205. He's, he's very, you know, he's a wiry guy, you know. So we don't, I mean, and when he did put on weight or he looked like he put on some weight when he fought OSP, I mean, that that was the first of the folks being critical of the way he fights. So I don't know, man. But anyway, uh I'm pretty sure Jones might might win this by by decision, but uh, 
I wouldn't mind seeing Dominic Reyes shock the world into that 58% uh, accuracy or, or finish rate by KO. I mean, um, I wouldn't mind putting a little money on that happening. Just to say, I think the odds were like uh, plus 1,100 if he wins by decision. Reyes, last time I looked. So I might I might throw a couple of onesies down on, on, on this fight. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I, I guess we're... We both see Jones winning, but uh, I'm, I'm kind of—I wouldn't mind if Reyes won. So that's that. Yeah, I, I think we agree 100 percent on that. I, uh, I just, yeah, I just don't—I don't see uh, Reyes having the tools to to take it, barring a, a big power punch, which he has. But I, I don't think this is a wilder situation. Uh, mm. I think uh, I think it's a little more even than that with the power. So, yeah, the co-main event here: Valentina Shevchenko, uh, Caitlin Chukagian. Uh, Again, uh, I'd love to see an upset. Uh, I'm always rooting for an upset when uh, when it seems like it's just not there. But I think Shevchenko also wins a decision here, uh, controlling the whole entire fight. Uh, you know, fifty forty five, fifty forty four again. Uh, maybe she maybe she even uh, wins a ten eight round on the feet. Uh, I, I don't. I just don't see the tools uh, from Caitlin to win this fight. Uh, barring being able to stay super active and just mm-hmm. and just win a decision, <clears throat> you know, just avoid being hit real hard somehow, mm-hmm. and just keep so much pressure on that you're able to that you're able to that you, that you can win a decision just based on your output. Um, that's about the only thing I could see maybe her doing, but she's won a lot of you know she's got she's had a great career. Um, I think what she's got two two losses in her whole. Everything uh, and and one of them was a split, and the other one was a reg, uh, you know a standard decision. Um, I believe she was undefeated as an amateur, so mm-hmm. she's she's got a uh, she's got a heck of a, a, a resume. Uh, I just don't. Uh, it just seems like Valentina's always been a step ahead of everybody, especially since they created this 120 pound pound class. Yeah, she's. I mean, Valentina. I think she's undefeated at uh, 125. When I was looking earlier, but um. Yeah, like uh, just what you said here. As I look at the stats, uh, you know, most of her wins are by decision, um, uh, and Valentina's just shown herself to be such a, an evolved, a great and uh, evolved fighter at uh, at um, you know, especially at this weight class. She's got, uh, I think. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking of another fighter. I was thinking. I'm thinking of a stat from Lauren Murphy and the other one that's on the main card. But so, but I I feel like uh, even though Chikagin might have like the the a, a, she's got a bit of a height advantage, a bit of a reach advantage, she could pull off the decision based on these statistics. But uh, I just think uh, Valentina's just so just so uh, like you said, she's just she's she's kind of like the women's world beater right now at 125. Uh, I mean, it looks like it looks like Paul agrees with us. Yeah, she's an animal, and she's just she, and and uh, Shevchenko's just getting better. So, um, I don't know, man. I I uh, I I don't see I don't see Shevchenko losing. <laughs> I don't see Shevchenko yeah. losing. And I think we're on the same page with the first, you know, the top two fights here. So maybe we'll get something different down here. What does that leave us with? We got uh, Juan Adams, Justin Taffa. Nothing but a filler fight, to be honest. Uh. Uh, you know, uh, Juan Adams was the guy that fought uh, Greg Hardy, right? Recently, he, or no? yes, yeah. He, what he lost in about a minute. Um, it's two big heavyweights. Uh, I'll take Tafa by knockout. 
I again probably not not a pay per view fight. Um, it's really not. Uh, but I feel like like I I I I mean maybe they don't want to put too many women on the main card. I, I would have thought like uh um uh, Lauren Murphy and and uh, Andrea Leewood should have been on there instead of these guys because they already have Derek Lewis and the other guy. I know we're gonna get to that, but. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it. when you look at the card, I would say that the Andrea Lee Lauren Murphy fight is probably um, a fight that actually has a little bit more uh, is relevant. Uh, I believe Juan Adams is from Texas, so I oh, think that that okay. plays uh, a role in it. Um, Toughest three and oh, only three and oh. Um, three and one. The, that's interesting. UFC doesn't even have his record correct. Uh, <laughs> he's actually coming off of a loss. I was going to say that didn't. Uh, look right to me. I'm going to confirm that. Yeah, he's coming off. He was knocked out in the first round of his last fight. So, uh, nice and, job, and, UFC. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and Adam's record. He's coming off a loss too. They decided to not put his the two guys. They're they're both their last knockouts. Just, so just yeah, so we you know, folks. This is current. Like we're doing this. Yeah, this is directly <laughs> off the UFC website. So they're promoting this event, not showing uh, the two heavyweights on their card having been knocked out uh, within two minutes, both on their, on their last fight. So again, it's, it's a slug fest. I, I don't mind it if we get a big knockout, but uh, not really pay-per-view worthy. I'll take Taffa um, just because I don't think Adams is a world-class heavyweight. I don't know if Taffa is either, but I think he'll get, I think he'll use his uh, plotting style and I think he'll put something on one, on, on one Adams chin and, and, mm. uh, and hurt him. That's the way I see that fight going. Yeah, I mean, I know Juan Adams. I guess he's gotten a little bit of popularity, and like you said, they, I mean, I, if, if he's got a hometown advantage, so for that simple reason, I'll, I'll uh, and so that we can change it up a little, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll call uh, Juan Adams by decision. So, I mean, yeah. Uh, what do we got next? Mirsad Bektik versus Dan Ige. Danny, uh, uh, this is a good fight. Uh, both guys got good records. Um, Ige is coming off of, uh, I believe, four-fight win streak in a row. I'm confirming to see that they actually have their records correct on this one, and they don't. Uh, <laughs> UFC is on top of it here. So it, it's uh, – they're Ige We might have actually, to use topology for the next one. <laughs> yeah, Ige is actually uh, – 12 and two. So they decided to short him a win and they're not letting us know that, uh, that, uh, that Merced, uh, was KO'd by Josh Emmett in his last fight in the first round. So we got some great promotion by the UFC. They're making sure to keep clear of letting the know <laughs> that, uh, three quarters of the main fight has been knocked out, but, uh, <laughs> you know, Hey, i I don't know. Uh, maybe they need a Nolan King to actually do some research for them. Yeah, over, Nolan uh, King's on top of his UFC.com. Yeah. Uh, I'll take Mursad. Uh I'm going to go another decision. Uh, 29-28. There you go. Uh, hope, I think this is actually probably likely to be the fight of the, the night on the main card. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's evenly matched fight. Two good fighters. Uh, never mind. Uh, Josh Emmett knocking you out doesn't, uh, doesn't really – in my opinion, doesn't take away anything from you that Emmett's a, Emmett's a damn beast, uh, with heavy hands. But, uh, yeah, I, I was looking at this one too, when I was, uh, checking to see for, we'll see what I'm going to put my onesies down on. 
And uh, I mean, it's definitely it's definitely uh, leaning towards uh, uh, Mirsad too. So I mean, I, I agree with you there because um, if I remember correctly, uh, I mean, uh, Ige was a slight underdog, but uh, he was still the underdog. So yeah, I, I'm with you. You and I are in agreement for this card. So let's look at the next let's horrible. See if we, let's see if they manage to get this one right. <laughs> Survey says. Hold on. There we go. I know you have you have your screen up, so you, you can let us know. I don't know the, off the top of my head if this is correct. Uh, you know, uh, let's be honest here, folks. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm going with Tapology. Tapology <laughs> has Latifi at 14 and seven. UFC has him at 15, six and one with no or with no contest. I don't know. Uh, I I don't know. <laughs> so uh, we'll leave it at that. With that, I don't see a no contest on his record here. Maybe he had one coming late, and, and Tapology missed that. But they're usually pretty good. Derek Lewis, uh, Tapology has at twenty two and seven. So they have not given. Uh, I, although I didn't think he beat Blagoy Ivanov in his last fight either. Um, UFC seems to yeah. want to give him credit for that one. So I don't know. Uh, I'm a little bit baffled here by what I'm seeing. Uh, Tapology is usually uh, dead nuts. Uh, and I'll put my money on them, uh, considering the UFC seems to be about 0 for 7 right now on fighter yeah. records. I would I would use SureDog, considering that I contribute there and stuff. But there there there's so much ad stuff on the on the site. Yeah, uh, it'd I don't probably it probably mess up our stream. Yeah, my iPad <laughs> might get disease if I try to go to SureDog. <laughs> I'm not trying to read one of your articles. Um, <laughs> so in this fight, uh, Latifi's a, a light heavyweight coming up to heavyweight. I'll take Derek Lewis. Um, well, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say a decision again. I think we're gonna see a lot of decisions on this card. Uh, I'm gonna take Lewis by unanimous decision. Uh, I don't see any way Latifi beats him. I don't think uh, I don't think he's gonna. I don't think he can get to Lewis's chin hard enough to put Lewis down. And I think Lewis will slow down uh, by about the second round, and at that point, really won't be able to put out Latifi. Um, I, I don't see it. I, I mean, you know. Lewis could knock him out in about 30 seconds, but I think mm-hmm. it ends up grind. I think they end up in a little bit of a slugfest, but I think it goes to decision. And I think Lewis wins, uh, I don't know, 30, 27. Uh, and, uh, and Latifi, I don't, this fight doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Lewis again is a, a, a Texas guy. Yeah, but I don't, a, and he's a draw. He's kind of a fan favorite too. So it's just a weird, uh, kind of a weird, weird fight here. I, I'm not sure where Latifi, uh, getting this fight makes a lot of sense but uh so i mean i want to give uh they're giving him the grappling edge i'm kind of i feel like latifi might have a cardio edge too so i i think as the fight the longer the fight goes i mean lewis is tough he will give him that he's taken i remember when he fought uh uh i think that's when we were both there for that fight when he fought uh roy nelson and and uh in vegas right uh was it? It was him and Nelson at the end yeah. of the Grand. Yeah, yeah. It was a Ultimate Fighter finale card, I believe. Uh, before, yeah, and and he, uh, the amount of damage he took. Um, <laughs> I'm just laughing. I'm looking, 2020 UFC can't get records right. Yeah, yeah. We're not going to use this one again, Paul. Don't worry about it. This will be the last one. With topology. Yeah. It might It'll be 2020, be- but their visions about. 2085 yeah. uh, <laughs> right now so, so uh, yeah. but uh, i mean I, I feel like just that the, the grappling edge might give him um 
uh, a cardio advantage. So I think if the fight goes longer and he's able to to grind on on Lewis a little bit, he he could pull off a win. So that with all that said, I mean, I mean, for the sake of uh, you know playing devil's advocate or whatever you want to call it, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if um, if Latifi pulls off a decision. So I'm 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 gonna leave it at that. So just to confirm here, uh, Wikipedia has him at fourteen seven and one. So it looks like there is a no contest somewhere in here. Um, so uh, yeah, so I I don't know. I, I don't, they've given him a win. They it looks like they gave him the win and then maybe he didn't. I, I, again, folks, uh, this is UFC dot com, the official website of the <laughs> UFC. Uh, this is in no uh, no way. Uh, part of the coast to coast combat hour, which <laughs> will do a better job in the future of trying to have yeah. correct records and not going by the actual promotion since that's of the, the biggest event. Uh, we're going to take in that the, down. Uh, MMA world. <laughs> Let's give the UFC a big hand there um, for, for their website. Um, you know, yeah. they, they're, they're doing their best to try to make Iowa look good. Um, Iowa can't figure out who the president is. Uh, Democratic representative is going to be, and uh, <laughs> UFC can't seem to uh, to get their fighter record straight on a pay per view that's uh, four days away. So that's where it leaves us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> records aside, I hope we have good fights. I'd love to see a couple championship upsets, but we both agree that that's uh, probably not happening. Uh, nice to get big big time MMA back though, after a couple weeks, I mean, we get greedy. Like you said, we just had UFC 246, not all that long ago, uh, but uh, yeah, a whole we two had, weeks ago. We had that. And then we had the Bellator. Bellator. I mean, I, yeah. I haven't been to an event for a whole week. So uh, <laughs> yeah, well, uh, what do you do with yourself? <laughs> I know. I know I'm lost. I'm lost here, but uh, you know, hopefully we get a good, uh, good exciting event. Um, like you said, the Andrew KGB Lauren Murphy fight should be a good. Uh, yeah, that's going to be good. It, I actually submitted. Uh, I think they published it before we went on over at MMAnews.com. Uh, five fights to watch. Obviously, uh, some of these are were were mentioned, but I I I put that one on uh, because uh, I mean you know one is a former LFA champ, one's a former Invicta champ, and uh, you know they're they're definitely not. I don't see them. If they do leave it to the judges, it, it could be like a fight of the night type, type of situation because they're both uh, super talented at, at uh, competing in the cage. So I'm looking forward to that one actually. So, um, but this is you're not this is that yeah you you're gonna watch this but you won't be at it right? No, I'm not going to Houston for this. Yeah. Um, I don't have any uh, I don't have any events lined up right now. Um, yeah, you got you got to re you got to replenish and and oh, re- no, I, I, recharge. I, I, yeah, in May, May yeah. I got Bellator early May, and then uh, there's a rumor of a later month uh, of another Bellator event later that month. Um, I can't say too much because it's not publicly announced, and I don't want to put anybody out uh, who yeah. may have told me it. So maybe talk to you about that off air. We'll announce it as soon as it happens. Um, but until then, fans can follow us at. Com- at Combat Hour on Twitter, Coast to Coast Combat Hour on Instagram. Follow Ed at Carbizal on Twitter, at Carbeerzal on Instagram. And you can follow me at MMAHawk21 <laughs> on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, let's have some good fights, Ed. Talk to you this weekend and uh, get some stuff uh, to talk about for next week's show. Hope you cash him and don't trash him or whatever the hell that guy says. <laughs>
and whatever the hell he says. <laughs> Hey guys, Ed here, East Coast side of the Coast to Coast Combat Hour podcast. If you like what we're doing, make sure you subscribe on YouTube and anywhere you listen to podcasts. Also, if you'd like to help us out and donate, uh, the support links are in any of the uh, podcast descriptions and the links are also provided on our YouTube channel, The Blogboard Jungle. Um, Thanks again for listening. And if you give us some support, we'll give you a shout on the podcast, maybe... uh, bring you on for a UFC pay-per-view breakdown or two. Thanks again.